Hey, what's happening, guys? Thank you for tuning in to the John Papaloni Show today. I am bringing on a couple of colleagues from the Royal Page Signature Office. These guys, I'm proud to call my friends. I'm going to get you get them to tell you their story. As advertised, we're going to bring in the Property Boys. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, John. Hey, John. So, what's happening in the in the Property Boys uh, world today? Well, well, first, I want to make sure you can hear us okay, right? Absolutely. And, okay. and we're privileged that the, this is our first podcast. Yeah. And it's with John Papaloni. Freaking awesome. I love it. Absolutely love it. Like, this is just, I was excited all week for this. I actually wanted to do it in the office, but I wasn't sure I was going to get all the extra equipment I ordered on time. But hey, we're here. We're live. It's still great. And I'm excited about this. So let's start live. off. Live, we're live. <laughs> That's good. You guys, are, you guys always crack me up, man. Um, but yeah, like let's start off with uh, maybe a, a brief history. Like, where did you guys? Uh, like, what was your background before real estate? Um, and how did you come across uh, the idea of getting into real estate? Why, basically? Let's go first. One. Me, uh, uh, my. Uh, how did I start real estate? Well. Like everybody else's, it was always a second or third career, right? Uh, my previous life was actually working for family um, in the automotive business, automotive aftermarket business. So I did that for 22 years. Um, and uh, one day I I, I turned 40. And I sort of like said, oh, my God, what am I doing? I'm still here. I'm working at my dad's place was always supposed to be a temporary thing. And uh, that temporary thing ended up being, like I said, 22 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, I said, if I'm going to do something, I got to do it now. So next thing you know, I did a few, I did my courses fairly quickly. And, uh, and uh, that was about eight years ago. And I've never looked back, you know. So I, I, um, I mean, I kind of always thought about doing this, even when I was kind of done university. But um, after university, I, I worked for... Um, a large technology company doing corporate sales for um, probably what almost 12 years right out of university um, and um, the company started kind of going through changes um, and kind of being taken over by the US so there was less opportunity here in in Canada especially in Toronto so I uh, I kind of just got to thinking more and more about doing something on my own and the only thing I could think about was real estate at that point Steve had started a few years before. Um, so, um, yeah, so I, I just decided to take the leap and leave. It was a good job, too, and no regrets. I learned a lot um, and then decided to just jump over and kind of do my own thing. And then Steve and I decided to start working together. And uh, and now it's, what, five years later? Five, yeah, well, around five years later, probably. Almost, almost five years yeah. later, yeah. So, like, Again, for me, I always wanted to do something on my own, just like Anthony. But for me, I always wanted to do something on my own. But when you get to a certain age, your your options are kind of like limited. Now, I like real estate, but really what I like is people, right? So real estate was a nice fit in that sense. So this is, uh, for me, it was a good opportunity. And like Anthony said, I was in the business already about three and a half years. Uh, we're brother-in-laws, by the way. Uh, I was going to bring that our up. Sisters are, are, I mean, our, our wives are sisters. Um, so we can talk about, we always say we can talk bad about them and no one gets offended. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we decided like what he's, he, when he said he was thinking about coming to the, you know, coming into real estate, 
we sort of talked together and said, hey, why don't we try working together? And Property Boys, the name pretty much. Uh, took some time. Yeah, it took some time. It, it took a few, you know, Starbucks sessions yeah. to actually. Um, Doodle out names and. We went crazy. Yeah, we names. went crazy with names and we finally came out with the Property Boys. And we were actually shocked that it was not, you know, the, 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 the domain name, first of all, wasn't taken. And then we took a step further. We actually got a trademark as well. We had a few obstacles with that, but we managed to come through. Um, uh, so we did that as well. And we haven't looked back. I mean, the, our logo, everything was all done, um, you know, from our initial design and uh, and our thoughts. And we've been uh, we've been pretty much evolving in the last five years with it too. Well, yeah, like in terms of your logo, because I love it. Like I can see it in the background. It's phenomenal. Like, did you guys like hand draw it? Did you have a professional do it? Like, how did that come about? We kind of got, we, you know, we kind of looked around, we went online, we got inspired by different designs. Um, and then we took kind of a mix of what we saw, put it together. And Steve's sister is a graphic designer. She, and she kind of put it together the way she, it looks now. Yeah, she, she was doing all our graphic design, especially in the beginning. She helped us design this. Um, <clears throat> So she did all our graphic design, but we had to let her go pretty early because she was slow on everything we wanted her to do. Oh, well, she man. had a full-time job, right? She had a full-time job. In fairness, she and in fairness, time. she was doing it for pretty much free. Yeah, okay, yeah. So. so maybe that was the problem. I yeah. Guess. But then. Ah, see, so not everyone gets the pleasure of getting Steve to pay. <laughs> What's that? Pardon? I said not everyone gets the pleasure of having Steve paying. Yeah, it's no, right. right. Especially for lunch. <laughs> right. We still owe you, Joe. We still owe you. Uh, it's all good, buddy. Thanks, John. <laughs> but yeah, like, so, I mean, you have a similar story to me in a way that um, you went to Remax for a bit and then you came to uh, Royal Page Signature. How did that come about? And, and like, what was your, uh, what was the initial thought to going to Remax? Like, what made you go there first? And did you did you just guys go? You were there first, yeah. so so I'll I'll speak to. I'm you. gonna just try to adjust the lights because it's so bright. No problem. So John, uh, when I started again, I was really in a hurry to make a move. I, I said, if I'm not gonna do something, I really went in a hurry. And said, if I'm gonna do this, I'm just gonna go in, you know, full force, full time. I quit my job. I started. So then it was a decision of where I wanted to, where to go. And, and Remax, the name Remax, I, I knew it was a big name. So I didn't question that. And to tell you the truth, I, the first Remax I walked into, I said, you know, okay, I'm coming here. So, and that was at Remax Hallmark. And, and it was funny because the, you know, the broker of record or the manager at the time, he was saying, you don't have any questions for me. And I said, honestly, I have zero questions because if I have questions, you might answer them and I don't want to think about it. So I, I, I just dove in. Remax obviously is a big name. So I just went in. And that was, uh, we were, I, we were there. So I was there up to a year ago. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't, uh, I was there from, I guess, end of 20, technically end of 2016 to, uh, end of 2020. Yeah. Right. And then. Sorry, end of 2019. Yeah, and to be honest with you, we weren't looking. I mean, uh, you know, our brokerage was big. Remax Hallmark is a big uh, brokerage and, you know, very well known. And we were very happy there. But uh, this uh, Royal Page Signature, honestly, basically stumbled upon our laps. And next thing you know, we got into, you know, understanding what Royal Page was all about. And, you know, 
we kind of liked what we were seeing and we took a leap of faith really i mean we did like what we were seeing but we took a leap of faith and we we yeah. went into it and uh, this is a year ago yeah or more than a year ago and honest that even through covid we just said oh my god we, like, yeah, we love the decision i think what sold us from the, i mean two things kind of i guess seduced us uh you know one we liked the office that was just a first impression right because you didn't we didn't meet anybody yet right we didn't know any, anybody yet the uh the office was kind of the first impression and that kind of got us going a bit and then we met the leadership team and we were really impressed with the leadership team here they uh they, they i mean at the time they were selling a good story right uh we didn't know we didn't have proof but one of the things that actually stuck out to us was anybody anyone that we spoke to about this brokerage who knew the brokerage or worked here all had like really amazing things to say yeah so like not one person had one bad thing to say about any of the leadership team or the you know the office in general so that kind of stuck with us and gave us i guess the uh the boost the, the boost of the, the good faith to, to just move move from remax to royal page signature yeah and it was i mean even through COVID, i mean like we we're, we're excited that we that we actually made the decision sometimes we look back and say man like you know we should you know it's always the case in a lot of cases we should have done this sooner just like when i when i started real estate oh i should have done this sooner yeah, I'm sure. I, I hopefully Anthony's saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. He had a good I have. corporate sales position at Xerox. Uh, you know, I think you're saying the same thing. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. Happy, happy that we made the shift. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, like I, I agree with you, and that's the thing, right? Because I started with Signature myself, then I I left the brokerage, um, and then I came back, right? And uh, yeah, it's one of those things that I mean, as, as I told you the story before, I left really just because of location or proximity to my house. And you know, reality is sometimes you're in an environment and you're in and like, like such a great team that proximity to the house isn't a strong enough reason to leave. And I learned that obviously the hard way. And that's hence the reason leaving and coming back. I mean, it's phenomenal. Everybody's supportive in this brokerage, which I love it. And everybody's trying to work together. I mean, like we're all realtors. So in some ways we're competitors, but reality is I believe in abundance. There's enough room in the pie that we can all make money. We don't have to, you know, cut each other's grass or, you know, try to be uh, so secretive, like, oh my God, like he's after my stuff. And you know what I mean? It, it doesn't have to be that way. Everyone in this brokerage tends to like to work together and help each other out, which to me, I think is phenomenal. Yeah, it's really good. No, it's a uh, one, you just mentioned something uh, that we started, like you started with Royal mm -hmm. Signature, right? Yes. So we told everybody like, you can't appreciate it. You, you you almost can't appreciate um, what Royal Page Signature is unless you're somewhere else first. And uh, and again, like I said, we have all good things to say where we were. We we loved it. We love the people. We love the leadership. Uh, but now that we came here, like we just, it's a difference. Kind of and, like, sorry, no, 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 no. Well, I was say it's, go ahead. Can I say it's kind of like uh, you know you had a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend and it was all good. Then you met the one. Yeah. <laughs> and then you realize how much better even though the one was the other one wasn't bad you just realize how the the, the present one is uh, just that much of a better fit yeah so you know we talk to a lot of people and if just, especially if they're just getting their license you know obviously we encourage them to come in, to coming here but we also warn them listen I, I you know one thing I gotta warn you and I'm just take it uh, <clears throat> a, a leap of faith in what I'm telling you that the only really best way to appreciate where you are is to go somewhere else first um, and then, you, then you'll see the difference. Like, uh, 
yeah, so that's why we're here. We have to make the decision. And and actually, to be honest with you, our, our, um, our mindset or our business um, ways, if you want to call it, has evolved significantly in the last year because of where we are. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, and exactly. And that's uh, what growth is about. So what was your, you guys have built a team now, obviously. I mean, you guys started off the two of you and you guys are building, you know, and growing. So how did that yeah. come about? Like, like what, what point did you decide that you had to grow now? You had to get people on the team. Like it couldn't wait anymore. I mean, we, we always, it wasn't like we said, oh, we got to grow. We always kind of had the, the mindset of having a team, even from the beginning. Right. Um, we just, we didn't rush it. We didn't necessarily rush it. We, we, you know, see the good thing about having a partnership is that you can do quite a bit with the two of us, right? So we could we could you know divide and conquer and and cover a lot of ground, uh, just the two of us. And then when the time seemed right, or you know we 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 met the right fit, um, that's kind of when we said, okay, we, we know we know how to scale it out if we have to, so we can scale it out if we need to, and um, and if we find the right the right individual that we feel as a fit, then sure. We want, I mean, we want to grow. We want to have a team. That was always the uh, the initial mindset, I think. Right. We didn't, we didn't want to just kind of be individual agents. We wanted to have, we wanted to build this into a business from the start. And that's part of, that's part of it. Right. Yeah. So we uh, more and more, we're kind of like, we, to be honest with you, we were figuring each other out mm -hmm. for a while. Right. I mean, for me, I was already in the business for three and a half years. You know, things were going good even for me, but <clears throat> Uh, and then coming in as a partnership, that's a big, and it was, and it, right from the beginning, this is another thing that we suggest to anybody, anybody wants to do a team, honestly, you want the best result. You got to do a 50, 50, uh, if, if it's too mm -hmm. good, this thing about, well, if you do this, then we get that and all these rules and stuff on it, or you, I'm doing more than honestly, recipe it, for failure. Really, It's a recipe for failure. And this is why you see a lot of teams fail. So we said to ourselves, it's either 50-50 and see how it goes. It's either yay or nay, but it's all it's going to be 50-50, right? Right. Um, so in terms of, uh, we have a lot more, we feel that we have a lot more to offer. We didn't, uh, so going back to the saying, true, growing our team now, we feel a lot better uh, positioned to do so because we feel we have uh, certain systems in place. We have a full-time assistant, which is, you know, something we could talk about is probably the, one of the best things that we've ever done. Um, and that person, we can get into that, that, that person is basically in charge of our connectivity plan. Um, and it's something that we wouldn't have done on our own. So, um, so with the assistant and then the other systems that we have in place, we really feel we have something to offer people that come in. We have our, you know, our branding, which we're proud of, uh, which we're continually evolving and, uh, and doing different things to gain exposure. Um, so we're feeling good about, uh, certain things and yeah at certain points we were like well what can we really offer right yeah sure you can offer mentorship and you can offer you know you could buy leads i guess right just things but do you really truly have something to offer especially someone that's kind of new coming on and now yeah i think we do and we feel we do so we're our eyes are a bit more peeled for um for the right people that we feel we'd like to add to the team yeah. makes total sense right so like obviously that uh, assistant is was a key step i'm gonna assume that doing if you had to redo you probably would have taken on the assistant a little bit sooner than you did yeah it's yeah. the same thing you know i would have started real estate i wish i had done it sooner uh, the assistant we kept talking about it and then we finally did it 
Well, we did it part time. We kind of had one part time for a we while. We had one part time, so maybe that. that, that it had wasn't. Is. We always kind of felt like it wasn't. It wasn't the way you can't. You just can't be half in, right? You got to be fully into it. We think. I mean, you can make it work. People make it work, and I guess it depends what you want to, what you want that person to do. But it wasn't for us. We wanted someone full time. And and here's the thing: it's like quitting smoking, right? It's never a perfect time to quit. You just have to do it. So it's the same thing with the assistant. You can analyze all you want, and this is a lot. This is what we did. Uh, but just, I recommend to anybody, just do it and things will fall into place as to, you know, what you're, 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 you're looking for in order to grow. Right. So, um, yeah, and that, yeah, she does a lot of things. It's not just that she does our social media, which we would never have done. Not that we're, you know, uh, crazy on social media, but a lot more than before we're doing things that we would never have, you know, considered. I mean, we're on TikTok. Never thought at our my age, my age auntie is a little bit younger than me, uh, that I would, uh, you know, be on TikTok and stuff like that, which is all good, and fun, and and current. Um, so, yeah, you guys like your social media profile is hilarious. Like even the guy, the roles you guys play, the way you—it's almost like a comedy show for property. Mm -hmm. It's uh, I absolutely love it, man. Like it's just, and even the way you guys tease each other back and forth—it's just freaking amazing. I mean, I, yeah, I, we, don't even, we don't even get all that on camera. We should. Yeah, there's a ton of, we wish we could do the takes. Yeah. But you know what it is about social media when we got to remind ourselves what we're trying to do is just really try to be trying to get, you know, people understanding a little bit about us, you know, that we do have a, you know, we're down to earth guys. We're, we're you know, yeah, we, we like that fun, but not stupid fun. And we're also serious too. When, if we have to like, we just, this is, I actually, I've learned, me, myself, I've learned to enjoy the social media um, a little bit more because it's really an expression of yourself, right? What, what do you want to portray out there? And you're going to have casualties. You're going to have people, you're going to have the haters. You're going to have people say, oh, my God, that's, you know, what is this? But to be honest, we don't want to deal with those people anyway, right? If, uh, if they like us, this is the way we are, you know? Exactly. And that's, that's exactly what I think as well, right? We're not meant to deal with everybody in the planet. We're meant to deal with people who think like us, you know, work like us, trust us, and, and you know, like people you connect with and, and agree with. I mean, and not everybody thinks the same, you know, and, and that's okay because, you know, we can't possibly serve the world, you know, by ourselves anyways. So it's best to work with people who can align, you know, with our own visions of where we see things going. And then you can truly help them and, and help them get to their level, whether it's through a home or whether it's through mentorship or whatever. Right. I mean, it, it, yeah. like you always interact with like, even look at your friendships. Usually your friendships are people that, you know, yeah, they have their own opinions, but they have the same values as you as well. Usually you've chosen them, right? Yeah. You've chosen yeah. those friends, right? It's nice. It's a, the beauty of when you, when you start, you don't have that much choice, right? Because you got to take what you can get. But as you grow in the business and you're, you know, you become more successful, it's nice to be able to kind of choose or say, you know what, I don't want to work. I don't want to work with those people. I don't, they're not a fit and that's, and it's fine. Um, so we're kind of, not that we have all the choice in the world, but no, but, but we I like mean, to, uh, it's yeah. kind of a bit, you know, you know what, we don't like that person. Well, we're not going to pursue that anymore. Right. Well, I mean, it's not worth it because it no. just, uh, just creates unnecessary stress on, on everybody, not just your side, their side too. So we're recognizing, you know, um, yeah, so you, it's true. You can't appeal to everybody. You're going to get, you know, people that just don't like you or could care less about you, which is fine, right? 
but the, the fact is this we're not we're, we're trying to remind ourselves is this is this us yeah this is us okay let, let's post that or you know and Alyssa, who's our assistant she she helps us along with the ideas and and uh, she comes up with all the current you know themes and you know the songs that the songs so it's funny if people say oh my god you, you're really up to date with the songs and i sort no, of no, no, say yeah no it's funny i get i get like some some, some friends be oh can you show me how to do a reel because i know you guys yeah. do reels i go i have zero clue how to actually do the reel <laughs> i've never pushed the button it's always <laughs> her uh i have no idea so no, it's funny. We come in. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I was gonna. Say, I was gonna agree with you. I'm the same thing. I I heard everybody talk about reels and stuff, and I'm like, I do IGTV. I don't know what a reel is. <laughs> it's like, we don't know how to navigate it if we have to. And you know, we say we we say we want it. We want it to be like this. We want to walk in and be like, kind of like well, it actors. Became, it's becoming that. Yeah, kind of so, like come in. Okay, this is what we gotta say. This is what we gotta do. We just hey. plug in to the. I mean, if, I, as much as possible, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, we, and then we, we, we push it on Alyssa and we yeah. say, hey, listen, oh, the mics are not charged or the heck, and, you know, the setting is not ready. Call us when everything is ready. You know, <laughs> that's hilarious. It's like, like, we're, like stars. We're, we're divas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You probably have the uh, list of demands before you start, right? Like, you send it in advance. Yeah. Gotta have a green room. She tells us what to do. Yeah. So, that was the other thing. So there was a lot of positive things. You know, everything's tying together. Our team is growing. I mean, we come from our backgrounds are also we have business backgrounds, not just, you know, work wise, you know, experience like in the workforce, but, you know, our educational background is so we have a that mindset, that mindset of business, you know, growing, you know, budgeting and forecasting. And and uh, so we were already there, but, you know, uh, a broker's like um, Royal Pace Signature, yeah. um, it just helped us, you know, bring us reinforce, together, reinforce, reinforce things, a lot of the things that we knew we had to do and, and set a good foundation uh, for us to kind of build on. Yeah. Totally. I, I agree with you on that. Like, and that's the thing, right? It's all, and that's the thing, when you're consumer centric, like you're all about that customer and customer service, this is what real estate is. Right. The reality is not anybody can just say, you know, go to a house and say, hey, this is the kitchen. This is the living room. This is the bedroom. You know, like like the person we're showing is an idiot and they don't know what a kitchen looks like. You know what I mean? But it takes a person who's customer focused and, and growth focused and like and, and like wants to help the person, you know, and have a system that way where they can go that extra mile and show them the important things, things that a normal buyer wouldn't look for because they're looking for cosmetics. Right. Like, I mean, let's face it, you look at ooh, pretty kitchen, but sometimes there's things there that oh. cosmetics doesn't show. But somebody who is customer focused looks for that and educates. And, and, and that's really <clears throat> part of it. Right. Like, and, and that's what I mean. Like everything flows together. And that's I think is the importance uh, of working with a realtor, the importance of, you know, being, you know, united. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's the, that, that's the, well, this is one thing that we kind of reinforce to people. And this is so true in a lot of cases when, when, when people are hiring us, uh, they're really hiring the team. Truly they're hiring the team. And, uh, and we like to say, and this is the truth that we never miss a beat in our, in our dealings, because if one guy's kind of like tilting what the other guys has your back and it's, it's always, it's always there. Uh, again, 
we're not missing a beat ever. So this is something that we reinforce out there. Um, in our opinion, um, our service is truly a team uh, service, right? Um, so you get, what are you? Yeah, and just I guess on, on that, anybody that we 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 hire, we utilize like in terms of like not maybe not on our team, but whether it's staging, whether it's inspectors, whether it's you know um, anybody, we are very very um, what's the word? We're very very uh, we're very very cautious of cautious who. because that person has to kind of think and act like us or be an extension of us, right? Or, and right. has to have the same customer focused mindset because as soon as we find out like you know they're, okay they're not in sync with i mean this is, that doesn't mean mistakes we don't know everyone makes mistakes i'm but just saying they're just not in sync like in here in their heart right they, i mean it, it, we, we're moving on to the next person um, absolutely so we're very particular with our sphere if you want to call right. it right so um <clears throat> but as far as the i don't know if you want to get into this but what do you want? I don't know if you want to get into the like what you know as far as the team, you know, what kind of modeling we do, like our model. No, mm -hmm. anyway, I was gonna think yeah, into yeah, that. I, mean, but... yeah, I, love, I guess it depends on the type of agent that comes in. If it's a really tenured agent, then we have different structures that kind of adhere to the you know the fact that they already have business and they're already um, self sufficient. And if they're newer, there's a different structure where we have to be more involved. So Therefore, we. One, one thing is for sure: anybody coming on their team, whether they're seasoned or, or new, uh, they they really have to uh, be in with the branding. Yeah. Uh, you know, with, you know, something that you know, our branding that we established, and and the um, the structures that we have in place. You know, um, so we'd like to say, as long as those things are in place, we'd like to say, listen, you come on our team, and you have a that's your full time assistant. Right, and when you come on our team, you, you could say to people, "This is my team," literally like that. Um, as long as those things are in place, you can freely talk this way. And this is where um, we think that, uh, especially new agents, that if they came on to a team, it would benefit them. I mean, things will get their learning curve will be streamlined, uh, well, much quicker. Um, things are in place, so. Like, I, like we said before, we, we really believe we have a, a lot to offer if somebody would come. Now, what is it? where do we get? So like Anthony said, depending on the level uh, or, you know, the level you're at coming into, you know, we have different structures as to how we handle that. Um, but ultimately, we're, we're looking for cost sharing, to be honest with you. Uh, whether it's marketing, assistance, um, whatever it is, our, our team is really, and that's, we're, we're looking for cost sharing. Uh, and that in well, itself, again, depending on what kind of agent it is. Right. Um, yeah. it's a newer agent that it's, it's a little bit different, but, um, how can I elaborate? So we get two things with that. We, we get cost sharing and then we also get the exposure, uh, more signs out there, uh, having our team, more signs and a cost sharing. This is where we. Well, you guys are what I from what I hear and what I'm seeing is you guys are thinking uh, the long term, right? You want to build that brand name, so you want to become that household name everywhere, or as, as far as possible, as much as possible, and that's really your goals now. You're not looking so much right now as in the monetary value, 
as opposed to that long game uh, of, uh, of of long-term value, like long-term existence. Yeah, we're, not, we're not looking to get rich off one agent or two agents. You know, no. not, that's not what we're trying to do, right? And, and whoever comes, it's not about turnover either. We don't want a turnover no. uh, kind of model, as you see in some teams, right? Uh, they have like, you know, their modeling is, is really a high turnover, uh, brings a high turnover into the team. And that's not where we're we'd like to be um partially because kind of what you said before it's highly unlikely that if you have that model that those people are going to really care and 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 emulate what we want done in front of our customers right and and in front of our branding right it's hard to control that when you have a lot of turnover 100 percent, i agree with you because what ends up happening is when you have that model i mean without getting into the details of what the model is what ends up happening is you're going to have someone who doesn't feel they're ready to do it on their own. So they're just going to jump on board to anyone they think that's going to pass them leads, anyone that thinks that's going to give them what they want today until they're ready to build their own thing, and then they're going to jump ship, right? So whatever your model is, they won't care because they're not in it for you. They're in it to get the shortcut. And that's just a lot of people's thinking today is what's the shortcut Mm -hmm. to success, which we both know because we've all been, you know, we're at that age where we've had a lot of experience. We know there is no shortcut. And that's why yep. people should think about the process and enjoy the process more than just trying to jump into quickly. But somebody who gets into the industry, they don't know it's new to them. And you can't, I don't blame them. I don't fault them. You know what I mean? But yeah. you know, they get, they panic and they make that jump thinking that they're going to find it. But when you have a, a, a model, that's not just about, you know, cash flow and just taking, and it's all about building and, and, and you can teach them how to emulate that thought process and they can, you know, and they think like you, then you're just building something bigger and, and there's no reason for anybody to jump ship because in a way it's like a sub brand of their own. Yeah. So I totally agree with you on that. Now, what areas do you currently work in? Like, I mean, I know everybody goes wherever you get the call, but I mean, what is, like, if you had to say an area that's pretty much big, like your big brand area, like where you're most known, where would that be? Yeah, that'll be, that'll be, a, a, we market and advertise, I want to say farm, uh, Lawrence Park and kind of Young and Eglinton. Um, so in terms of branding, that's where we would be known. But like you said, we're kind of everywhere in the GTA, depending on where our database and our sphere of influence takes us so our, our obviously like most people be treated probably our biggest source of business are is our referral business uh which takes us all over the gta uh, however we are um and we're seeing fruits to that but we have been seeding for a few years now young and lawrence area yeah um yeah, and young and Edmonton. so uh that's a that's a process that's a long uh much longer process but as far as awareness or brand awareness, definitely we're starting to see the fruits of that now. Uh, but again, that was a lot of takes time, and it takes a lot of you know. Some people think a lot of agents think that, well, you know, we're going to postcard the area, a couple of months, and you know, we'll get some. And I, to be honest, I almost when I started, I kind of almost thought, okay, maybe we'll, you know, it's not that you got to do like a lot of different things to be known and to get that kind of. Um, reciprocation if you start right? yeah if you start understanding the numbers if you do the research start understanding that this is a this is a long-term thing um it's an investment that should pay you dividends eventually but i mean you gotta you got a while 
before. And maybe, and maybe we didn't work it hard enough when we could have. Maybe, like, maybe that's part of maybe why we it's taken a little long in our in my mind at least. That maybe in most people's mind, maybe it hasn't taken long. But I think if if uh, you know if you really work it hard and you advertise, um, what do they say? It should take at least two years, eighteen months, two years. Yeah, two years. Right. Yeah. But again, that's just a. But that's just a rule of thumb. Depending on the area. Yeah, it depends on the area. Like, depends on how many heavy hitters you have in the area. What kind of Turn over the homes see in that area, right? There's a lot of it. I mean, we went in. We always said, look, we went in. There's a lot of heavy. There's a few heavy hitters for the guy there, um, yeah. which is fine. We never said, you know, we're okay with third for now. For, you know. So. I get it. I get it. Like even myself, and you're right. It does take time, and it's more than just postcards and stuff. Yeah. Like I sent, I have postcards and newsletters into an area I was farming in Grimsby, and you know what? I'm eight months strong, and I got zero. No calls from yeah. that farm, right? So, uh, yeah. and and it's not like there's no signs. I see signs there every week. They're just not mine. <laughs> that's right, and that's the, that's the biggest thing. The signs are the biggest thing, right? Yeah. You got signs. When you, when you start getting the signs, that's when things start snowballing. Yeah. Um, One hundred percent, because people see your postcards, they see the newsletters, like I do, and then they see your sign on the lot and go, "Oh, okay." Yeah, that's right. Everything comes together. Yeah, that's right. But until you get to that. That's You're right. right, and you got to get to that. That's the tough part, right? Right. <laughs> That's what happens. It just grab, gone. <laughs> Don't know what yep. that is. Don't know who that is. Don't know why he's bothering me. So he here's how we know it's kind of like you know we're seeing the fruits of it. One, it's not that we're doing crazy sales, but we are definitely uh, getting dividends now. You know, sales in the area, which is great. One thing is happening though uh, is that. Uh, people say, "Oh, you're from you're you're the property boy. You're from the property." Oh, you, they 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 sort of point you out and say, hey, you know, you're the property boys. So that makes us feel good. At least we even have kids saying, I don't know how, we had a billboard on, we just stopped it a few months ago. We had a billboard on Young Street. I guess that kind of uh, elevated the, 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 the brand awareness. So like even some of my, my son's kids kind of knew, which is kind of nice, right? Because yeah. So if when, when, when we're capable, you know, we'd like to put into our routine that, you know, at least, you know, probably, you know, one, two days a week of some door knocking. And it almost feels like um, uh, we suspect, and and we and it was coming even before COVID. That it, it almost feels like a warm call. Yeah, uh, yeah. We don't. It almost feels like a warm call. Oh, hi guys. No, we're not interested, but you know, I see your stuff. Thank you, and et cetera, et cetera. Right. So, uh, right. That's part know, of the fruits when, that we're talking about. I don't know when we'll be able to door knock again. But mind you, we were, we were I was chopping out some letters yesterday, and you're kind of like, you kind of feel like I. Is it okay? Like we're not knocking, we're not, you know, mask is there in case we need it, but it doesn't feel totally right yet, I guess. I, I agree with you, you know, and I used to love to door knock. Well, let's be clear. When I said I'm going to door knock at four o'clock, all the way up to four o'clock, I'm like, oh God, I don't want to do this. Oh God, I don't want to do right. it. Oh God. Right. Then four o'clock happens, you hit the first door, and the next thing you know, it's like, oh, is this 6 30 already? How long have I been out here for? Right. Right. Okay. And then you're happy you did it because you feel like you did what you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, like, but but it's like the gym, right? When when you go to the gym, nobody wants to go there, right? It just feels awkward. It feels weird. It feels like it's interrupting. But once you start, you're sure glad you did it, right? And, yeah. then, and then now it's you know it's at the point you look forward to it. And you're like, hmm. As long as someone answers the door, like, yeah, that's the yeah. Way, the worst. I don't even care if they say get out of here, screw off. <laughs> I just don't want. I hate knocking and no answer for ten doors. That's the worst part of it for me. That's true. But yeah, but so it produces is, results, especially when you're farming. Like you said, you get the flyers mm -hmm. out there, and then you're door knocking, 
it's almost like a warm, you know, warmness instead of just a cold knock. Yeah. And that's exactly like, like, and that's the thing, even up till now, I've got a bit of that in the uh, Burlington area. That's at one point in time, 40% of my business was Burlington. And, and that's why, you know, like I I'm, I'm actually going to resume door knocking there. I'm going to resume everything once we can. I'm, I'm hoping, and I'm, I'm <clears throat> going to guess, I don't have a crystal ball, but my guess is going to be that it'll be around September. When everyone goes back to school, the door knocking mm -hmm. won't be so frowned upon. Wait, sorry, we missed the last part there. So I said, when everyone goes back to school, yeah, I don't think that door knocking is going to be um, issue? frowned An upon. Issue. Like yeah, right. yeah. When everything's opened up, I think when everything's opened up fully, then fully, then yeah, eventually things are gonna, they're going to get back to normal. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, the ones that are going to get vaccinated will get vaccinated by then. We'll start to see whatever the new normal is. You know, I start, I believe that by Christmas time, we won't even hear about this stuff anymore. Not, not to the degree that we're hearing it now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's my belief. Again, I don't have a crystal ball. I'm just looking at patterns. Yeah. 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 Momentum. Yeah. So like now you guys joined the Don Mills office. Which, to be honest, I love coming down there. Forget just the office. The office is great. But look at the shops that are around there. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. You know I mean? so the vibe like, is, yeah. The, the vibe is great. We, we love it. For that we're, reason, we're, we're big on vibe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 100%, right? So, like, I mean, I'm from the Mississauga office, which the Mississauga office is great, but things aren't so close, like the, not like the Don Mills office. Yeah, yeah we've, been, we've been down the Mississauga. It's almost a mirror, to, I mean, as far as the looks and size. Almost the inside, yeah. Similar. Right? Yeah, it's similar. There's minor differences. Like you guys are, I, I find Mississauga is more of a square where you got where Don Mills is like yes. long and narrow. Yeah, rectangle. Yeah. 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 So like it's, but, but again, different vibe, different everything. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Mississauga. I'm not, I'm not criticizing it. I'm not saying it's bad. I like it there. I go to Mississauga, right? There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. Right. But I'm just saying, I see a difference. You just, you just like the lunches a little here bit. better. Who can refuse a free lunch? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I paid two sometimes. Yeah, I know. You did. That's why. I still owe you. It's all good, man. No worries. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's just, wow. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love it down there. And now, yeah. that's what I'm going to say. Like, where do you guys live, like, area-wise? Obviously, not street address. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I live at around, I live around Young and Lawrence. I live in that, in that community. Um, and Steve's in, uh, in Richmond Hill. Okay, that's what I, that, that's yeah. Like so, I'm saying okay. So your farm area is close to where you live, but Steve is still a drive. So that's interesting. Right? For Steve, it's still a drive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's a drive. Yeah. So to tell you the truth, it, it's nice that um, you know where we're farming is close to at least one of us yeah, of where we live. But you have to look at the numbers too. Yeah. You're gonna have to look at the turnover. The you, you know you, you there's, there's things to look at the competition. Um, you know, the weight, the fact that it's, you know, where you live, it, it definitely adds weight to it, but it's only a piece of, of, of the, the you, you got to look at everything else. Um, so it, in that sense, it did work out. Uh, he, he lives close there. I mean, I'm familiar with the area too, because of, you know, this is, you know, we obviously this is all we do. Yeah. Um, down there we would we eat down there we have coffee down there yeah uh, um, so you know it's kind of i mean for i guess his kids are older my kids are younger so we're kind of in the community so we can benefit from that the fact that 
there's young kids, we have parents and schools and so at least one, yeah, at least like Steve said, we're 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 in the community in one way, right? I, I mean my kids are much older, so I mean Auntie has his kids on that, so he's a lot more involved in, in terms of things like that. But I, I do what I can in terms of services there. I mean, I oh, yeah. I get my haircuts at Starks. That's right, yeah. Right? Um, I do my dry cleaning there. Whatever. Yeah, everything. Actually, he does do most of the things. that you Anything that he has to do, he kind of reinvests in the community. Yeah. Right? Right. Well, that's the thing, right? Supporting the community that supports you, in a sense. Mm. Right? And you, as you get to know more people... It's part of branding, right? Like I believe there's two ways of doing things, right? There's there's way number one, which is you're trying to get a bunch of strangers and, you know, with the ads of buy, 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 sell, 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 which to be honest, I think that's way more difficult. <clears throat> the second way to do it is to basically build a brand name where people are coming to you. So there's outbound and there's inbound. And I find inbound takes a lot longer, but... Once you get established and you have that brand and you're the one everybody knows, I find that's easier to maintain than it is to main than to constantly be searching for business from a bunch of people you don't know. So part of that community yeah. work is part of that, that brand building. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it goes to your point. That's that's one part. The same thing with your, you know, with your your database. I mean, it's much easier to, I mean, you get your biggest bang for your buck working your database over, or the people that you know, over, you know, looking for new business, you know, that kind of prospecting, you know. So it's the same, the same line. You get biggest bang for your buck is obviously um, the people that know you. Yeah. So. And that's what I mean. Like, it's even if it's people that like, you know, whether it's your barber, whether it's your, uh, you know, the, your, the waitress at the favorite restaurant you go to that got to know your name, whether it's your cousin, your uncle, your brother, your sister, whoever, like, even though these are people, you know, it's still part of branding. You have a name with them. They trust and know you and they, and they feel and you're established with them. So really <clears throat> the way I look at it, that's part of inbound. And that's part of, you know, you're, you're, what you're doing is you're trying to build your brand and expand from the people who lo- you know, <clears throat> that know you just general day to day. And again, I think it's all part of the same network and that's what I call the inbound. So you're absolutely right. And then that's the easiest way. And I find too many people when you meet, they're always trying to seek external, you know, business versus looking from the people within themselves. And it's always the same message. Oh, I don't know anybody. Well, do you go to a grocery store? Yeah. You've never met anybody there. You go to barbershop or hair salon. Does do people not cut your hair? You know I mean, you do that. You're meeting people. They know you by name. Now, I'm not sitting there and go open up the barbershop door and walk in and say, hey, I'm not here for a haircut, but can you buy a house? I need a sale. I'm not saying that, but people get to know you and you have social conversations and you chat and they get to know about you and what you do. And what happens is they know a lot of people that go there too. And sometimes, you know, you're talking, you're shooting the crap and, and then somebody says, oh, I'm looking for, uh, I'm looking to buy a house. I'm thinking, of, you know, of uh, moving, you know, maybe to the other side of the uh, community and, you know, so it's closer to the school. Oh, do you have a realtor? Uh, you know, so-and-so comes here and they're a realtor and they've helped people find, you know, homes in that area. Oh, then the name gets passed around. There's a referral, but that came in from what I call inbound because that came from somebody you knew and that's just from day to day. So absolutely. That's, that's, I think that is the most effective strategy. I'm not saying going out there and looking for people you don't know won't work. It's just a lot more effort 
and the percentage of conversion is going to be a lot lower. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you, you know, once you really think hard, you, you know, everybody knows quite a few, quite a, quite a few people, right? Um, you, when you sit down and think about it, like you said, you know, you, you go to the, you know, barber, um, you go to the, you go to the grocery store. There's always the same people that you're seeing. Um, and, uh, so your, your list gets pretty long and, um, and after a while it becomes, uh, almost routine that you just want to keep adding to your database. Right. Um, even from our farm, you know, certain things that the events that we do, or we sort of try to create more of a database because we'd like to send out messaging, messaging, whether that's promoting a business, whether it's, you know, talking about market stats of the area, you know, the more names, the more exposure, the more you can connect, right? The more you connect. So, and that's exactly it. I believe, I personally believe, and this is me, that you should be connected with everyone in your database, 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 at least once every 90 days, if not more. Right. Yeah. It can't just be, uh, I need something. I'm on the phone. It's got, you know, people will take interest in you. If you take interest in them. All right. Now they don't want you on the phone every damn day because it's going to be now what? So I figure every 90 days is one of those things where you're, you know, things happen in 90 days, things change in 90 days. So it's a perfect opportunity to find out what's changed with you. What has been on your mind? What can I help you with? What can you help me with? Right. Whatever. Right. 90 days is enough for the, even if it's a small change for to, to be able to follow up and see what's new. I think less than that, it becomes the, he's on the phone again. Right. <laughs> so, but that's no, my opinion and that's what I've been practicing. No, so. it's, it's perfect. Yeah. You, you, that's your, your, you know, the, the talking part. There's also many other touches that you should be doing in between, whether it's email, you know, mm-hmm. um, po- you know, maybe a birthday cards milestone or whatever cards. milestone cards. Yeah. There's definitely has to be a constant touch, but that, that vocal touch, at least, at least I totally agree with you. Nine, every 90 days. You know, I agree. So, and that's kind of what, like, um, you know, the assistant, she's kind of in charge of the touches that happen that are not voice to voice or face to face. I mean, we're still doing them. If it's a video, we're still creating it, obviously, or, but she's in charge of connecting, you know, sending them the postcards out, their milestone cards out, or, you know, sending the, not, not creating the email, but sending the emails out so that they're regularly and consistently happening. And then the rest is, the voice-to-voice or the face-to-face that's on us makes sense now you guys obviously have a database because that's what, we, what we've been talking about so do you guys use a crm or how do you how do you keep track of that database yeah, CRM, yeah. yeah we use a um, we use exact uh and we, we're of the philosophy that uh, you know your best crm is the one that you use so 100 uh, you know that you, you in fact use it so um for what exact is we're, we're kind of content with it we don't even use all the features that we should yeah. on it um there's bigger and better yeah, i'm sure the ones that maybe they do more we're just we got to do more than if we're going to have more so yeah so we yeah we're using exact so we do have a crm um and it's very important to us that we have it and you you is definitely uh, um, i mean your crm technically could be an excel spreadsheet okay so let's not make excuses about you know oh i can't do stuff because i don't have a crm uh, an excel spreadsheet essentially is um 
could work well as a CRM. I mean, especially if your if your list is limited. Um, but you can't automate things. You can't yeah. mass you can't mass send things, right? It's, but uh, yeah, exactly was perfect. Basic, yeah, yeah. Basic one. Exactly, and even for new realtor or anybody coming on new, I mean, they, they offer promos like uh, quite a few months promos to get your feet wet with it. Anyway, we, we stuck with it because you know we're using it. And even uh, the fact that we're using it, we're not using it to its full potential. So we can't justify, you know, moving on to that latest and greatest. Um, RLP has the, um, what's sphere. that doing? Sphere, right? Sphere, which is, yeah. which is really, it's impressive. Like if you look at it, it's pretty impressive. Like it is, but we're looking at each other. We're like, we gotta learn how to use this now. We gotta, now we gotta learn how to use it. I go, we're not, you know, we didn't even learn this one. I mean, we, we know of this one, but, we just can't justify jumping uh, and investing the time. And you explored it, John. Pardon? Have you explored, Have you explored it? I use Sphere. I wasn't a fan. I don't okay. dislike it. I just right. find it to be a little bit more complicated than what I need. Um, right. I, I want. It's one of those things. Just to set up. It, it had too much things that I, I that I didn't even want to use. I would get a listing, and it's emailing people on my email database on my, on my listings, and I'm sitting there going, "Okay, so I've got a Vaughn listing, and it's emailing my Niagara people my uh, my uh, listing. Yeah. Why would they want to see that? You know what I mean? So it's just sort of. Really now I know that's just settings and me going in. Yeah, there. yeah, just you know. Just, but it's just one of those things that I found it's more. It took more time to set up the way I wanted it than it was worth. Um, mm-hmm. I came across, like I have a coach and, um, my coach is a part owner of, uh, kits, uh, which is what I use, keep in touch systems. And I like the automation in there and I like the, uh, it's very personable and, and, and things are very simplistic and it does really the same thing that sphere does. Um, maybe it's not as automated unless you want it to be, but you got to set it up or sphere is automatically doing it. But what I like about it is that once a month it sends out its database, like to my database, a newsletter, but a newsletter that's relevant to the community. So you have, I have all my people's address in there. And mm-hmm. then what happens is, so they're not going to send you something about Niagara if you live in Vaughn. So what will happen is you'll get something that is applicable to you in Vaughn, just like Niagara will get whatever is applicable to them. And sometimes it's g- generic stuff that's applicable to everybody, but it's all controlled through my CRM and the back end of, you know, from the people who, who uh, produce the content there. So I have Again, less to not worry about it. Plus, on top of that, they don't just get emails. The ones I select also go mail outs of newsletters. They'll print it up. And it's different from your email. So it's not like you get the same thing by email and, and letter. So you get two touch points from the same monthly fee. And, and that's what I like about it. Plus, on top of that, again, I want to turn something on. It's just a click, just a click of a button. And, and it does what I want it to do. I find with spirits moving things, changing menus. And I, it's just I think it takes more time to make the edits I want than uh, the the system I have. So I just like the user functionality of the system I have. And I like that little extra that it goes. Like even my uh, website that's going to be live in a couple of days with them is interacting with my with my uh, CRM. So it's all mixed in. All everything's in one place. I like that. I can create landing pages through it. And I can interact with my social media through it. So I have everything in one place. But it's user-friendly. And there's nothing wrong with Sphere. But it's like comparing Apple to uh, Android. And reality is whatever you drive better with is the one to go yeah, with, yeah. right? And exactly. I just drive better with this one. I find it more user-friendly. Exactly. So it's really about, you know, your best CRM is the one that you use. It looks like you're using this, you know, to its, you know, 
fullest capacity or, or close to it. We're using ours to its capacity or close to it. And, uh, you know, if we had something like Sphere, I'm sure there's a, there, we saw a lot of bells and whistles there that we liked. I mean, on the surface, we, we liked what we saw. Uh, but were we ready to utilize all that stuff? No. So in that sense, it's not the CRM for us, right? At least at this stage. Yeah, us. actually, it also goes back to the saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, grow. We, yeah. we're, not, we're not to jump ship and, and we think there's a, like, here's the thing. We'll utilize it. No, yeah. we see benefiting CRMs, for instance, but we're not in a position already to invest the time, to invest the time and, and to do it, right? At this point. Yeah. Makes total sense. I totally agree with you. So, yeah, I, the whole point is here that, you know, to succeed in this business, you need some form of uh, database building. Whether it's Excel, whether it's a CRM, it doesn't matter. You can't just rely by your brain and your phone book. No. <laughs> yeah, no. no. So, absolutely, man. So, yeah. Well, we're at 52 minutes. I don't want to take too much of your time because I know you guys have a uh, busy schedule. So I'm going to cut the uh, podcast right now. But before we go, do you have one last message or piece of advice for anyone watching the podcast? Sorry. Um, I, I just said we just have one. I, I like to say one. And that is anybody starting this business, I recommend two things. Uh, one is to come to Royal Pay Signature mm-hmm. if you have the opportunity. I'll be honest, there's a lot of done for you things here. And two, I, I and I wish I, I took this advice or, or I had this advice when I started, and that is to join a, uh, a good team. A, a good team. And, and I think our egos were probably too big. Yeah. Well, yeah. Our egos were probably too big to kind of join a team, which was kind of which is foolish. Foolish in a way because if you join a, the right team, a good team, and the right brokerage, I think you'll we think you'll lay the right foundation start the right activities and behaviors things will come a lot quicker that will get you to where you want to go faster uh and without having to figure things out yourself that yeah so that i mean yeah. if you're talking about teams if we're in that theme teams and in particular new agents uh i really believe that you should be joining a team uh, you know it's not it doesn't have to be permanent um you know people want to do their own thing and that's 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 perfect um but again if i had my time back you know, I, I definitely would have done that hundred uh, percent. Awesome. Fantastic. I want to thank you guys for joining the show and uh, I'm honored that I was your first podcast. It's mm. incredible. Thanks a lot, John. Thanks, John. My pleasure.